Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Beat me up on the mamas of all mama shit. Hey, I'm looking through my telescope and I see a mothership. Is that you? Beat me up. Hey, DA, I'm thirsty, man. Could you beat me up for a cold one? Hey, DA, what's going on, baby? Stop me off and beat me up. DA, what's the silly? Oh, permission to get in that mothership. Is my window seat still available? Beat me up. What's going on, DA? Hey, man, I need you to do me a huge favor. My coworkers at church. Oh, just beat me up, man. Get beamed up. Everyone else has. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. All right, and a welcome to a Wednesday edition of the DA Show, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Coming your way this hour on the program, we've got Stun to a News in 20 minutes. And in 40 minutes, a sports tie-in to our Jessica Alba discussion here on the DA Show. Plus, you know what? It's a Wednesday. We need a little midweek pump-up. It's better to laugh than cry, and it is time to unveil all of the old school Year of the Buffoon montages. We just played 2018, the first edition, last hour, coming up in a few minutes, 2019. But first, the Dallas Cowboys are going to play the New England Patriots this weekend, and former Cowboys backup quarterback Will Greer has signed with the Patriots. And the Cowboys do expect that former Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott, now a Patriot, and Greer will give the Pats inside Cowboys information. Cowboys OC Brian Schottenheimer, we're always aware of it. Those are things we monitor every week. We know Will knows where a lot of the bones are buried around here. Zeke does as well. So those are things you talk about and you think, okay, let's adjust this. We certainly have more than one hand signal for most of our core concepts. So are the Patriots being underhanded, subterfuge, by signing Will Greer for no other reason than to get some Cowboys intel? No. Look, there's a lot of reasons to hate the Patriots, and I own all of them. Them signing former players for intel, it's not cheating. Everybody can do it. Many do do it. And if the Patriots can do it, more power to them. Now, do I think that Will Greer is the difference in the Patriots being a playoff team or no? I do not. Do I think that Will Greer should be the difference between whether the Cowboys can win this game or not? Absolutely not. The Cowboys are much better, much, much better than the Patriots. And if Will Greer gives them a little intel on a slant route 
or a certain look on defense. And that's the reason the Patriots win. Then the Cowboys didn't do their job the rest of the game. The Cowboys, I know, are coming off an embarrassing loss against the Cardinals. But they would like to believe, they would tell you that they are one of the top three teams in the NFC. The Patriots are decidedly not one of the top three teams in the AFC. If this comes down to a little look, a little read, something that Greer picks up or can tell you, and that's the difference, the Cowboys got punked. The Cowboys didn't show up. They're at home against a Patriots team that had to cling to a win against the Jets with Zach Wilson. Don't tell me that this is some type of differential in this win here if the Cowboys do end up losing a game against the Patriots they don't they should not lose. Also, it's these types of things that I I think do annoy me because they end up clouding the real stuff that the Patriots broke rules on. You know, the other day, Jerome Bettis joined Ben Roethlisberger on Roethlisberger's football and podcast, and they were talking about how they think of the 04 AFC Championship game where the Patriots were 14 or 15 and one, and lost at home at Heinz Field to the Patriots when the Steelers were 15 and one. Rather, that they thought the Patriots were cheating. Why? Because the Patriots, they believe, were they knew their signals, they knew their signs. And that they had an incident on a crucial play in the game in which the Patriots saw something on the sideline being sent in to the offense. They swapped out their nose tackle. Their nose tackle went to the sideline, said something, brought something back into the huddle or something, and that was a differential in the game. If you really believe the Patriots were cheating in the 2004 AFC Championship game, We're going to wait nearly 20 years to bring that up. There are clearly incidents where the Patriots did because the Patriots were punished by the league. Evidence was found. So Spygate was real and Deflategate was real. And you can argue all you want about whether or not those are the differences in winning or losing since they had Tom Brady, since the Patriots had a great roster. That's totally fine that they didn't need to do those things to win, or they did them anyway, that's fine. But they did break rules, and they were punished for it. We don't also need to make up out of thin air the times that you lost, and now you're blaming it on the Patriots cheating. In this instance, it's not really cheating. We can't really attach this to the Patriots being underhanded because every team does this or is allowed to do it, and it's totally understood and part of the game. The Patriots broke rules. It is part of the reason why I dislike them. It's because they were good, they were great, and they unnecessarily also undermined their own credibility and their sportsmanship because they were paranoid, they were aggressive, they were power-hungry, and they were duplicitous. And those are the things I... I can't get behind. Now, their arrogance, all of the things that are associated with them, you know, that also annoys me. But the, the cheating thing annoys me, but only when it really happened, not the things that didn't really happen. We just kind of like throw against the wall. Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis can't just sit around a table now 20 years later and be like, oh, they definitely cheated, and that's why they beat us in the 04 AFC Championship game. 
because they knew your signals? If you can tell us how they knew your signals because they spied on us, they had somebody at the facility filming us, this that they broke this rule, that rule to get the signs, that's one thing. But teams are trying to steal other teams' signs by watching film constantly. That's why teams change up their signals. They change up their hand signals because it's all on film. You watch the All-22 or you watch the coaches' film or even on TV sometimes. Those things do happen. The Patriots pushed the envelope many times to which they got caught and nailed, and maybe there were other times they didn't get caught. But you can't just kind of spitball 20 years later and be like, oh, that's why we lost that game too because they cheated. And, oh, look, they're signing Will Greer. Well, let's hone in on the things that actually happened that we know they broke the rules on versus the things that are just kind of like, yeah, you hate the Patriots, so you just kind of throw anything against them. As I said, you know, I just, I feel like we need a little bolt here, a little jolt, a little juice, and so I'm digging into the crate, and this morning we are going through the full anthology of the year of the buffoon montages. It's time for 2.0. This is 2019. You think cows and bulls have paws? Or feet? You think they got feet? They don't have hooves. Hooves are uh, for horses only. A pig has a hoof? Uh, A pig has a snout. (laughs) Yeah, what do you think a cow has? I think a cow has a paw. You think a cow has a paw? Yeah. Then why do horses need shoes? They wear shoes. Those are for hooves. You, You see bull shoes? You think horses wear shoes because of their hooves? Horseshoes are a real thing. That's what the Colt logo is. Okay. And it covers the hoof. So my explain s- where the salt goes. My explain where the salt goes. I don't want the seven-year-old joke. Explain where no, the salt no, goes. No, 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 no. Explain where the salt goes. Explain where the salt goes. So where does the salt go? <laughs> yeah, you're not exactly climbing Mount Killer tomorrow here. I mean, geez, you're, you're sitting here, you're stretching your legs out. I got 20-20 vision. I, would, I could track it, no problem. It's the one feat I have. Nope. <laughs> no, but you accomplished something. You uh, you accomplished the feat. I don't know if you've accomplished having 20-20 vision. Right. Oh, I would say all the other health defects with me, that's an accomplishment. Would <laughs> you say so? It's not as if it was white noise where it was like, you know, sending those dots across from ship to ship to let them know they're in an SOS. What? You, you had to have been saying something. So you're saying it wasn't like Morse code. Yes. Have you ever seen a baby named Todd in the last 30 years, by the way? What an ugly baby that must look like. Hey, look at little Todd here. You want to hold Todd? You want to milk Todd? I mean, what are we doing here? You want to milk Todd? Oh, I, no, I think Todd milks. No. I thought Siskel's last name was Ebert. Nope. Nope. Those are two different guys. They would write reviews together? Oh, I always thought it was Siskel Ebert. What do you think the and was? I you guess you're right. They put the glucose in my blood, Damon. Come on. Those those cells are there. You know how hard a battle it is? It's uphill all the time. I'm not uh, Houdini here. I don't invent things. Uh, Pete, can you add that to the 2019 year of the buffoon montage? <laughs> Right, he was the, the the magical guy. I meant I'm not uh, Edison. Nobody actually invents anything itself. It always comes from something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like a, you know like nobody invented alkaline water. It came from a river, and you figured it out. Right? I can't believe you went to alkaline water of all the inventions ever. Well, the point is, there are things that that are out there in this universe okay. that we figure out a way to invent and harness to put into our homes. Okay. So how about like the iPhone? Well, that came from electricity, and then that came from the internet and pixels and plastic, and you know, you you combine a lot of things there.
pixel. A goulash, I mean, I'm, I'm involving steak sauce and paprika and London broil, and you put it all together, and you got goulash, right? So you put a lot of this stuff together, and you get an iPhone. <laughs> exactly. You have no answer. You have funny wit and all that, but you have no answer. No, it's not wit. Because you I just blew your idiot. freaking mind. No, you didn't. Because I just blew Someone your mind. Someone blew your mind a long time ago, and that's why it doesn't work. The Atlantic still. Ocean meets the Pacific Ocean through different rivers and channels and everything. Where that's does not, the salt go? That, that's not correct. Where does Lewis the salt go? How many towns are there in Maine? Well, it's an entire state, so there's a lot of towns. Yeah, but it's like mostly wilderness. I think it's the lowest population per capita of any state in the United States. You have no idea. Who knows that much about Maine? You went a couple times for lobster. Suddenly, you're the almanac of Maine? I'm just, I guess, more schooled than you are. Oh, because I didn't learn Maine agriculture. I mean, come on. But I'm saying the topography of the whole thing oh, is like God. green. Oh, <laughs> God. Don't say topography. Do you know the capital of Maine? Gary. Gary, Maine. The wonderful scenic town of Gary, Maine. Is that interesting that last year, on the date the Titanic sank, we had Death by Salsa and him referencing the Titanic? That's, it's, that's, uh, what do you call it, Mensa? No. No? no. I think they hate us because they ain't us. Did you say you think they hate us because we're anus? No, isn't the term ain't us? What? Ain't us. Ain't, ain't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ain't. ain't you got to pronounce the T there. Anus. No. Ain't us. Ain't. You mentioned that you visited the Andes Mountain, and I am just uh, wondering if in those mountains is where the candy, like the mints, is made. It would be pretty amazing if right next to Machu Picchu, one of the wonders of the world, there was a chocolate plant. Well, I'm or, talking or actually Mishu, about the Mishu Pichu. <laughs> DA, ask Moraz if he's ever been to the Charleston Chews Factory in Charleston, South Carolina. I would have loved to check it out. I've never been to Charleston. I've only done Myrtle Beach, but I would love. I actually like Charleston too, so I'd like to see the factory. So wait, is he telling me it's not there? Or is he trying to make me assume that it's there? Yeah, catastrophic, 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 catastrophic. Something you said, cats and lismic. Whatever word that is, it's not happening. Can you just say the word real quick? Before you cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. How many times, by the way, precipi precipitation? Participation. Participation trophies are such a big thing with children and kids and little leaguers. There's something about birds close to you that is so terrifying, right? It's it's because they're dangerous predators, and you never know if you're going to get that one like strongest well, no. bird in the world that grabs you and pulls you up into the air. That's yeah, so you <laughs> think that a pigeon would do that? I'm telling you, there will be a time where you're like, wow, this is never happened before and you don't want to be that person it scares the heck out of me no that's not why i don't like birds because i think i'm gonna be taken <laughs> away what if one scoops you up and you're dead i'm not worried about them scooping me up are, are you, you worried about them flapping a wing over you i'm just think about how stupid that is oh, i'm stupid this yes this is an irrational fear that i have unlike the very rational fear yeah. of a pigeon or a sparrow picking you up and hauling you states away and here is sean moraz the 1936 buffalo brave Buffalo Braves were a basketball team. <laughs> so where did the Atlanta Braves come from? <laughs> they were the Milwaukee Braves. So when Hank Aaron homered, it was with the Milwaukee Braves. Incorrect. It was with the Atlanta Braves. Oh. I thought it happened in Milwaukee. No. I could have sworn it happened in Milwaukee's Fulton County Stadium. It's Atlanta's Fulton County Stadium. Are we positive there's not a Fulton <laughs> County in Milwaukee? Bears have long tails, and the faces are smushed in bear nose. It looks like a bear. Did you just say bears have long tails? Yeah, you ever see a bear? I have. They got a tail. All the animals have the tails. All the animals have the tails. Except the ones in the zoo, they probably, I'm assuming, they cut them off or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been to the safari at Six Flags. <laughs> and you've seen long tails on bears? I've, I had to have.
Do you really think that, that their nickname is named after a prophylactic? I never really thought about it, yeah. but that's all I've ever known a Trojan to be. When USC has its mascot, what do you think that mascot represents? I honestly... The guy in the in the iron, in the armor with the sword. Just like, oh, you know, a warrior from past South Californian days. The guy who invented the condom, didn't he go to USC and he's like a big booster? You think that's how they got the Trojan nickname? Yeah, I think it's basically like an advertisement. Do the condoms have anything to do with USC whatsoever? No! So the guy didn't go there that invented the condom? I don't know. Maybe that guy did go to USC, but that's not why they're named the Trojans. I thought this was all a big conglomerate. (laughs) The Amazon, the Allegheny, they all connect somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) They don't. That's great. They they, They don't. You are listening to a 12 DA of Christmas in action. <laughs> this is the entire year of the buffoon. Where does the salt go? <sighs> Let it wash over you. So good. So good. The year of the buffoon montages have everything, which is why I'm digging into the crates. We're playing all of them throughout the morning. Who doesn't need a Wednesday pick-me-up? When we come back here on the show, we are stunned to a news. DA, CBS Sports Radio. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah. Good value, big upside. I'm never going to come on the King DA show and correct him. So I was just going to handle that myself and kind of move on quickly because I respect you too much, man. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Respect me. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. King Curtis tweets, I thought my Wednesday morning whopper would brighten my day, but then you've gifted us every year of the buffoon. Well played, sir. Well played. Aaron tweets, love these Year of the Buffoon montages. I can't believe some of those were from five years ago. I am here for all of it. Hashtag Michael Jacksonville. And Dixieland Dan says, I didn't know I needed the Year of the Buffoon montages this morning, but apparently I did. 
Let's also not forget that Bogues had one of the greatest lines in show history, quote, before Bob had a bar, he had a zoo. Hashtag smartest man alive. I agree. There is something about the year of the buffoon montages that I think perfectly encapsulates what the best part of this show has been, which was just the sheer insanity that were totally off from sports and allowing all of us to just kind of like riff off of one another. And they're just, you can't believe what Mraz thinks. You can't believe that he's willing to admit it. And then you just hear us learn in real time all of these holes in his knowledge. It's incredible. And it's just laughter. It's just pure laughter. And one of the things that I'm most proud of with this show is that we built a show based on joy and laughter and happiness versus tearing people down, calling for a coach to be fired, yelling about this game or that game. And of course, we have elements of that because that's sports. But it's certainly not the foundation of the show. And that is what I am most proud of because a lot of shows will just use that, the anger, the volatility of the fan to stoke outrage and to stoke emotion. And, you know, in sports, it's certainly better doing that than in politics or in world events. But I just like that, you know, and we kind of juxtapose us ourselves from the, the place down the hall. And it's just like, you know, it's just a totally different world. And I appreciate that very much. And, um, and I love that the listeners appreciate that very much. So since you guys love it so much, let's dial up year of the buffoon 2020. I am here to present the 2020 year of the buffoon. You think art began in the 1800s? How about like rock okay. paintings? Sure, I'll give you rock paintings. So the 1500s, <laughs> whatever. You would say hieroglyphics around the same time as Christopher Columbus finding the New World. I don't know what year did that happen. Well, somebody had to paint the Last Supper. Do you think they did it with rock? Well, like on a cave wall. Carved it, and I'm sure over the years we've added color to it and stuff. But that was the first like, wow, like look what we could do with paint moment, I would think. Look what we could do with paint. From one of the critically acclaimed movies with Jack Nichols, Nicholas, is it which is the golfer? Jack which Nicholson. Is the Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Jack. Uh, <laughs> Jack from? Nicholson. From this day forward, on August the twentieth, two thousand nineteen, nobody will ever know what I don't know. It's not twenty nineteen. You got the year wrong. You know how it is when it changes years. Sometimes you keep writing the old date down when you're on the piece of paper. We all That's on January second. It's true, it is August. I should have that right. I, I should know the year. <laughs> They're not playing in L.A. in the year 2032. Okay, that's kind of a random date to have chosen. 12 years from now? <laughs> Isn't that 10 years from now? 2032? It's only 2020. Oh, you're right. Uh, to me, that sounded like it was 10 years from now. I thought I nailed it. You're right. It's two. It's a zero at the end of right now. Yeah, that's 12. I'm sorry. You mentioned Gluteus Maximus, and Mraz, what did you say in my ear? That's the butt, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? What is it, the elbow or something that I missed? Yeah, it's an elbow. Oh, so then that's not uh, uh, the, the, the Moses? The Moses. Mimosa. It's not the, if I got it right, then it's not Moses. <laughs> Car- carpet Blanche? What do you call it? <laughs> nope. Carpet Blanche. Thank you. Bill Belichick has such an affection for the Giants. I think I used that word right. It's not even a word. Affection. Affection. Yeah. For the Giants. I have uh, contacted uh, some people in management about whether we have a ruler. I've been informed that I spelled ruler wrong in the text message. How'd you spell it? Uh, R-O-O-L-E-R. Whoa. Roper, the guy who who uh, does the Thanksgiving Day Parade. 
No, that's Al Roker. Oh, then who's Ropert? Are you upset at Rob of the 321 or upset at anybody on Twitter that comes after you? No, no, because I deserve to get come after. Wow. I. <laughs> I thought a mink was just a coat. No. What do you think they make the mink coats out of? Foxes. The uh, whatever you call the what the John Griffith Trophy, whatever we're calling that World Series trophy these well, it's days. Let's just call the Commissioner's Trophy. The Commissioner's Trophy. <laughs> the John Griffith. I don't, trophy? I, I, I think right. you know it's not the Larry O'Brien, it's not the Vince Lombardi Trophy, it's not the Mr. Stanley Trophy. You think about Oregon, no pro sports up there. They're sure. dying and not. Well, that's the, not true. The yeah. Portland Trailblazers. That's right. I thought that was Maine for a second. <laughs> That would make sense why they play in the Western Conference. Yeah, that was tough travel. <laughs> but the point little, is... little mention story of the main Blazers having to play the Clippers all those years. Would we all admit here, barring some poltergeist, we have one life to live? Barring a poltergeist? Yes. Well, okay. you know, some people might believe that we get regurgitated and come back as something else. Anybody born now, when they hit 80... It'll be the year 3,000. Yeah. Well, there's probably food options as yes. well as what I would imagine. Again, probably like a boneless wing or a bayonet. <laughs> that a is bayonet. the one. It's a gun, so I don't think it's going to <laughs> No, want to that's yet. the famous donut. It's a beignet. What is the donut? A beignet? Beignet. <laughs> beignet. All right. Yeah, you get your camera there. I do a nice scoop of vanilla bean on there, dossip of whipped cream, and away we go. What? A little dossip. A little dossip, yeah, dossip of whipped cream. You know, just a little bit, a little squirt. <laughs> Which is less than a dollop, just so you know. In my brain of brains, I think Green Bay should win the game. In your brain of brains? The brain of brains. Is there a small working one inside the big one? Oh, you have two lobes. Two lobes. Yeah, the frontal and the backal. Just because sandwich is in its name doesn't make it a sandwich. Like, the country turkey is not actually a turkey. It's a country. So an ice cream sandwich Great is, point. is just ice cream sandwich. It's not a sandwich. Could four- Wang Chung and Coco Goff play, or are they different weight classes? Do you Men's- really think women's tennis is based on weight? It's not weight, but age groups, I assume. Well, there's different champions. They have the, the twins champions, the men's, the women's. <laughs> the twins. Yeah, who won the twins championship? Whatever. It's subliminal advertising. We learned about it's what? it in marketing what? class. Sub- subliminal advertising. What was that Subli- again? Sub- sub- it's not. It's like Sublime the band. Oh, let me sound this out. Sublime, sublim. I know we said it for the show. That is so beyond the scalp of the realm of reality. What? The scalp of the realm. It's got to be like watching, uh, what was the old video? I'm going to get crushed. The old video game, was it Atari? Where it's yeah. just the ball being hit back and forth. Pong. That's what Was it Pong? Yeah. Pong? No, Pong yeah. is what the astronauts drank. No, that's Tang. Tang. Okay, but that's what this would be like. This is why art sucks. Because you have some designer there, thinks he's Mozart or Picasso or whatever. Mozart. Go to Key Lardo, buy a bunch of fireworks, blow them off the dock. Where? Key Lardo. Key Lardo, Key Lomo, ooh, my pretty mama, to Bahama, my mama, oh, you like to hang out in the cabana. You don't want to give your weight, you should not have to give your weight. I don't think that should be mandated. Okay, so Zion Williamson, 6'6", weight N.A. I think think that we should cross some hippo laws there at some point. What about age? Is that a hippo law violation? No, age is fine. A hippopotamus law. And now I'm going to have to dress like Ben Revere and have it, you know, the stupid dodgeballs thrown at me. Who's Ben Revere? Wasn't there a Revere that was one of these guys? Paul. Paul Revere. Who's Ben? He's a former Major League Baseball outfielder. All right. So I had a Revere, right? I do have a sister who was Salutations. What's the second one? Yep. It's the Sal 
Uatorian. The salutatorian of her class. Salutatorian. I think just like there's broccoli crowns and broccoli storks. Mraz, are you calling a group of asparagus storks? <laughs> what would you call them? <laughs> Do you- the actual word. One of the most famous characters of all time in television history, history is Pepe Lemieux. Who is Pepe Lemieux? From Bugs Bunny? He's no. the skunk? Oh, boy. It's Pepe Le Pew. Like P-U. I... No, it's Pepe Le Pew. Who cares if Louis Vuitton or Louis Button is making the fanny pack? It's a fanny pack. I love the idea that you would be shopping at Louis Button. No, there's these... The these, knockoff Louis Vuitton. No, no, there's two. Louis Button. No, there's two. There's Louis Vuitton and there's the one with the red bottom on the heels. Christian Louboutin. Right. Louis Vuitton and Louis Vuitton. I think this show is much like a laundry uh, room or what do you call those places? We do laundry. Yeah, okay. A laundromat? A laundromat. Why every time somebody's name is Jacques, do we have to spell it like Jacques? Why do you need the U-E-S at the end? If it's Jacques, just spell it with a C-K or the Q-U-E. Well, it's French, so that's how they spell it in France. Right. Yeah, that's exactly why, Sean. But they don't pronounce it Jacques. Run things by Pete, just so every once in a while he you did. can he save said, yourself. He did. He said, say it on the air. Oh, good job, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's why I brought Pete said, bring it up on the air. You're right. I mean, by the way, classic Pete rope right there. I don't know. Good point, Mraz. You should ask that on the air. Definitely open up your microphone right now as I'm recording this for the year of the buffoon. The Didn't... Patriots or the Amomaly? That is, they don't. The what? The Amomaly. The Amomaly? Checks. Not checks mix. What do you call that board game? <laughs> I don't know. A chess what? match? Chess match, yes. Chess match. You got to outdo with the chess match. I don't know why I said checks mix. That was stupid. I'm aware of all my mistakes. I keep trying to uh, apprehend them. Make Are up they on them. the loose? No, like uh, <laughs> make they up recently commit a crime. Two of the names that signed the Declaration of Independence and then where they're from. What about the guy who's on the Quaker Oats oatmeal can? <laughs> Who's that? That's Whitey Herzog. Is that Quincy Adams? Who's that guy? That was one of the guys who signed the the declaration. Quincy Carter. (laughs) That's Quincy Carter. I know that that's one of the guys that signed the Declaration of Independence. I've eaten the oatmeal. I just don't know who it is. I I paid my penance. 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 I've paid my penance. 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 Pen. Remember, it's pen, not peen. Pen. Pen. So like like the Yankees aren't winning pennants. That's right, yes. Yeah. Spelled differently, but pronounced the same way. Okay, yeah. got it. Kirk Cousins is the ultimate egg layer. He might as well be nicknamed the rooster. Mraz, roosters don't lay eggs. What do you mean they don't lay eggs? There's, Have you ever um, seen a rooster rooster go to a hospital and get birth? Roosters are male chickens. So what's a hen? A hen's a female chicken? That's right. Come on, how am I supposed to know that? Everybody listening right now knows that roosters do not lay eggs. What do you think? I've been tilling the land on a farm my whole life? I think I am absolutely a smarter human being than I was four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You should clip that, Pete, for the year of the buffoon. And there it is. God, I missed that moron. <laughs> I can see why the job is still empty. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're too smart. 
<laughs> Please see yourself out. We have cycled through 70,000 applicants because everybody's too smart. They haven't mispronounced or misused one word yet. <laughs> I should have took my master's off my resume. <laughs> so this is this is why I pre-objected to this. Mm-hmm. Memory lane's great. Mm-hmm. But part of me is annoyed again. And I was in a good detox spot. Didn't have to see him every day. Didn't have to be browbeaten with this idiocy. And now you're throwing it right back in my face again. And I feel like I'm back at square one. It's like <laughs> dangling a little dime bag in front of an addict. I just rarely laugh as deeply and as loudly as I do during Year of the Buffoons. And I laugh a lot. You know, I, I try to live by the credo, you know, life is short. Let's have some fun. But I just don't laugh the same way at most things that I do the Year of the Buffoon. It's so impossibly funny. It's also impossibly dumb. It's impossibly I, dumb. I don't understand some of the, most all of the things <laughs> that come out of his brain or never went in in the first place. I mean, good Lord. There probably is an argument that he shouldn't be allowed to raise kids to vote. <laughs> Maybe even rent a car. Yeah, I don't drive know. a car. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, there should be ways that you get disqualified from certain parts of society. And I feel like he's the leader in those categories right now. Oh, my God. And it's, you know, I, I said this when he was leaving. His greatest magic trick is to not care that he sounds that stupid. If any of us had the same holes in our knowledge, we would be so worried about exposing those. And he just walked into traffic day after day after day. He'd been hit by semis day after day after day, <laughs> and he just kept doing it. He looking no, for him. He had no fear about looking like the biggest functioning idiot on earth Every single day on well, the air. One would say he may be unkillable. <laughs> he was unkillable. <laughs> Unteachable. He was <laughs> unsmartable. If you didn't teach us during grade school, we are unteachable. We are unkillable. If you haven't taught us yet, we're unteachable. Stop walking around work like a loser. We're unlearnable. He's done. Bogue says headlines. Uh, DA with the Bears crumbling and the White Sox in embarrassment. The Cubs are Chicago's saving grace these days. And there they were trying to solidify their wild card spot, building a 6 nothing lead in Atlanta last night. And then their defensive coordinator quit mid-game. <laughs> the 3-2 pitch from Smiley. A swing and a fly ball, right center field, playable. Suzuki drops the ball. Two-run score. Atlanta takes the lead. Suzuki lost it in the lights, I believe. Nope, he blended on the coaches. That was Pat Hughes <laughs> on Cubs Radio Chicago <laughs> gift-wrapping a 7-6 win for the Braves. The loss clinching the NL Central for the Brewers. The Marlins couldn't play at the Mets last night because of an unplayable field so they say a half game behind the Cubs for the last playoff spot. Now it's rained here for nine straight days. And it feels like they didn't check the outfield until about 5.30 yesterday. Yeah. Like, oh, guys, it's wet and muddy out here. Seems very wet. Now, there was a light, naughty moment in Cubs-Braves last night. Atlanta was switching pitchers from Pierce Johnson to Brad Hand with Miles Masterboni 
coming up, leading to this gem from Brandon Gauden. So the Braves will go from Johnson to Hand, and the batter will be Mastroboni. That's probably a good thing Jeff Francoeur is in the other booth. So I guess Jeff Francoeur can't be trusted. Yeah, that's a great line from Gauden. It's a great line. A situation involving Johnson, Hand, and Mastroboni. <laughs> Somebody upstairs has a sense of humor. <laughs> I'm uh, trashing my own junk. The Reds are a game and a half behind the Cubs' BTW after outscoring the Guardians 11-7. And the Phillies clinched the top wildcard spot on Johan Rojas' RBI single bottom 10 for a 3-2 win over the Pirates. The Rangers losing in Anaheim 9-3, while the Mariners were beating the Astros 6-2. So Texas is still two and a half games clear of Houston atop the AL West. The M's a half game behind the Strohs for the last AL wildcard. And the Orioles topped the Nats 1-0 as they began celebrating the life of Brooks Robinson. The Hall of Fame third baseman passed away at 86. Over 23 seasons, all in Baltimore, Robinson played in 18 All-Star games, won 16 gold gloves, two World Series, and the 1964 AL MVP. It's the Packers and Lions on Thursday night football. Green Bay hoping to have running back Aaron Jones and wideout Christian Watson back from injury and Detroit running back David Montgomery might return from his quad problem. AAC Commissioner Mike Oresco said yesterday he fully supports switching the CFP playoff format to five automatic qualifiers, seven at large. If the Pac-12 disappears right now, it's six plus six. And shockingly, five plus seven would certainly favor his conference. Commissioners at Notre Dame, AD, met yesterday to discuss their uncertain Well, how does future. five plus seven help the AAC? Because that's an extra at-large spot to get in. But they I wouldn't mean, be. They wouldn't. Obviously, they're not going to be one of the five to get automatic. So they need as many at-large spots to get in as possible. Well, they could be because there's four power conferences, and then the fifth power, the fifth conference automatic would be the group of five's highest-ranking conference champ. Right. So, but either way, there's a there's another spot available. Well, you're picking the Pac-12 off the board. That's we ass- want to go. We that, need another spot. That's assuming that one of the at-large bids could ever go to a to group a of five. Listen, if it's there, it's there, right? Yeah, I mean, I I guess my cynicism would suggest that whether it's five plus seven or six plus six, the group of fives only getting one in anyway. You you are probably correct. I think he I think he wants the five plus seven because that's the only way that it remains an automatic bid for somebody from the group of five. If they go to all twelve at larges, you may never see a group of five team in there. But I didn't think that twelve at larges was on the board. I thought it was staying where it is now for the time being because of the Pac twelve uncertain and then yeah, go into five and seven. I think at the end of twenty twenty five, when this current contract is up, you might see the SEC and the Big Ten say, We collected all the good teams. Why would we want a group of five team in here? They won't say that publicly, but be like, Yeah, just pick the at largest. We'll just pick the twelve best teams. And then ten of the twelve will come from the Big Ten of the SEC. It was the closest WNBA MVP vote ever. Only 13 points separating Brianna Stewart from Asia Wilson in third place with Alyssa Thomas in between. Stewart won the award, then helped the Liberty win game two with the Sun 84-77. That best of five semi is now 1-1. Wilson and the Aces took a 2-0 lead on the wings, 91-84 in Vegas. And there are reports that the Warriors about to bring a WNBA franchise to the Bay Area. And now, we should get stunned. It 
doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Uh, spooky season in Mexico is a little too spooky. Spooky season, bro. If you ask me, um, a gentleman who allegedly was on some illicit substances, was on the streets in Mexico City recently Uh with a Chucky doll, you know, from the horror movie, and in said Chucky doll's hand was a real big, sharp knife. And this allegedly high gentleman uh, was threatening people on the street with the Chucky doll. However, not only he was arrested that night, police took... The doll into custody as well, handcuffs, mugshot, and mm. all mm-hmm. in the police station. But of course, only the human person is facing actual charges for the drugs and the threats. So the human being, the adult male here, had a Chucky doll, and the knife was in the Chucky doll's hand. Yes, and he was wielding the Chucky doll as though the Chucky doll was alive with a knife. While apparently high on something. Ah. Yes. In an altered state. Uh-huh. Might have been shouting about, like, ghosts and demons and stuff like uh-huh. that, too. So, yeah. Did you ever find Chucky from Child's Play to be a scary horror villain? I mean, not that I became afraid of toys in my house, but it is one of the few horror movies that I've seen. Hmm. I'm not a big horror movie guy, so I understand the reference. I know who everybody is, but I've actually seen Child's Play. Yeah, I'm not a huge horror film guy either. My brother loves horror films, but specifically like 1980s horror films. He likes those schlocky kind of horror films that are kind of like B-level. You know, there's a few that I've seen through the years. I'm trying to think, what's the scariest horror film villain? Is it Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason... The guy from Saw, the little puppet guy. Is it Chucky? See, I'm I'm more afraid of things that are closer to reality. Yes. Yeah, like the the what's his, uh, like the bottom of the ocean. Get out, is that what it was called? Oh yeah. yeah. Like out. that movie like shook me to my core. Mm. Like that scene where that dude is like running straight yeah. at why can't I think of his name? At, at Jordan oh, Dan- Peele. Daniel Cool yeah. yeah, Daniel Coolio. But he's like running yeah. right at him. Yeah. And like, then go zipping past him. Like, that's far more scary to me mm-hmm. than a dude in a mask and a knife. Mm-hmm. EJ, what's the scariest horror villain? It's funny because I'm not a horror guy either. I just don't like watching things that could affect my sleep because I'm <laughs> a big sleeper. Except the yeah. Knicks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> plenty of late nights, yeah, wondering about my life with the Knicks, Mets, and Jets. I, I think it's got to be Freddy, right? I just feel like I think he's like the baseline when he's it comes all burned to, up, and he's got the the finger saws, the finger knives. Yeah, and he kind of attack. And I guess for me that makes sense because he attacks. Yeah, sleep. attacks you when you're so, in your sleep. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that would probably be it for me. Would Pepe Lemieux or Le Pew be? <laughs> your- <laughs> well, yeah, though they will. Well, I guess Le Pew, the actual skunk, the <laughs> non-skunk that may have played uh, hockey for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm okay with him, but yes, the the romantic skunk. Get him away from me. <laughs> Carlos of the K, scariest horror villain? No, the wife from The Hangover, the really bitter woman. <laughs> I, don't want I, don't want, I grew up in West Side Chicago, man. Every day was a horror movie. I'm good. I'm good on all that. <laughs> but that wife from The Hangover? Well, yeah. she's brutal. She, like, did a waiter on a cruise and everything. Like, that's my nightmare. <laughs> it's not like Target or JCPenney where they don't have expensive clothes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, man. When we come back here on the show, we were talking about Jessica Alba not long ago, and a listener sent in a background personal story about Jessica Alba and a sports tie. So we're going to do that next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. We've been talking about Jessica Alba at times over the last few months. She kind of reappeared during the NBA playoffs, and people were like, where has Jessica Alba been? She looked fantastic, as she always has, and she kind of got caught into the the sports ecosystem, as we've seen Taylor Swift kind of do. These pop stars or musicians or actresses, etc., that don't normally get talked about in the sports sphere, and then they get sucked in and get talked about. And so we were talking about Jessica Alba, and... A listener named Jim emailed me this. I'm writing a follow-up on a discussion that has taken place over the past few months regarding Alba on your show. I listen every morning for three hours while eating breakfast, working out, and getting ready to head to the office. I got to know her a little bit. I was involved in helping her prepare for her role as a blind concert violinist in the movie The Eye, which was filmed here in Albuquerque. A co-worker and I even had lunch with her one day. Just the three of us, no bodyguard. Funny, interesting, and interested I did not know what to expect, but she was truly a delight. In one of the discussions on your show, her husband Cash Warren was mentioned. She met him during the filming of The Fantastic Four while he was working on the set as a director's assistant. So here is the sports-related element. Cash Warren, her husband, is the son of Mike Warren. Mike Warren, retired actor in L.A. Back in his college days at UCLA, Mike Warren, a three-year starting guard for the UCLA Bruins and played on two national championship teams coached by the legendary John Wooden. So pretty cool. So basically, Jessica Alba's father-in-law was a standout on John Wooden national championship teams. I thought that was cool. Lou Holtz said, I'm not backing down to Ryan Day. Ryan Day can say whatever he wants, and... You know what? I thought it was kind of silly that Ryan Day seemed so legitimately angry at an 86-year-old Notre Dame honk. What else was Lou Holtz going to say? But Holtz said on the Don't At Me with Dan Dockich podcast, he doesn't want to talk about Michigan because he's 0-2 there. He doesn't want to talk about the big game coming up against Penn State and against Michigan again. He's a great coach and a great job, but he can go after me all that he wants. I understand coaches using anything for motivation, and maybe Ryan Day needed that or used that or whatever, but he seemed really authentically angry. And it, to me, was a little window into Ryan Day right now. Lou Holtz is simply symbolic of all of the criticism, the scorn that has been heaped upon him, that he wasn't a the right guy to follow Urban Meyer. He's not the right guy to lead Ohio State. He can't win national championships. He's allowed Jim Harbaugh and Michigan to pass him by. Ohio State is no longer one of the elite teams of college football. It's Ryan Day's fault. The day, you know, what was born on third base thinks he hit a triple. All of these things have dogged Ryan Day since taking over that job. And I think the Holtz comments was either the final straw or just indicative of all these things that he is buried deep that he feels insecure about. And so to roar at an 86-year-old man who, again, is part Daffy Duck, part Notre Dame leprechaun anyway, to get mad at that is kind of insane. To me, it tells me that Ryan Day is very aware of the criticism surrounding him.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.